And good morning, everybody, and welcome to the very first episode of Ungoverned. I hope everyone enjoyed the new introduction. I hope it didn't scare the pants off of you. And uh, a special good morning. Look, it's the first thing that I'm going to address. Um, <laughs> the first thing that I'm going to address here on the very first episode of Ungoverned is uh, a special good morning to uh, Sauce Norton. <laughs> Sauce Norton, formerly known as MD, he has transitioned uh, to Sauce. So the very first, um, I guess, uh, the very first transitioned member of the LFA family. Thank you uh, to Kong in the chat, Sauce Norton. And now because I'm from New York and I am Italian, I'm going to call you Gravy for the rest of the month. So you are now Gravy Norton. So, yes, I have turned that one back around on you. Thank you to Kong. Uh, our, uh, thank you for everyone who's commenting on the new look. Uh, producer Eli happened to do a, he did a very good job with these lower thirds. Uh, Brennan and I have been working on the new introduction and uh, the backdrop and everything this entire weekend. It took about, I don't know what, 20 to 24 combined hours uh, to, so a lot of the use of the crock pot to put this whole thing together. Um, so I'm happy that everybody, uh, I'm happy that everybody has received it well. And, um, hopefully Gravy Norton isn't too, uh, isn't too hurt by, by his new nickname in the, in the chat today. Uh, and we are here. We're ready to rock and roll. I got the Darth Vader mug today to celebrate the first episode. We're having a good time. If only you knew what this looked like. <laughs> There's a green screen behind me. There's uh, it, there's several lights, uh, a very big, annoying window to my left. So hopefully everything looks okay. If I begin to take on a pinkish hue uh, as we as, as the show goes on, I apologize. Um, and then somebody asked in the chat, now what name are we going to give our crowd here? Because you have the loud crowd coming on, on one, at 1 o'clock. Loud majority show has moved to 1. This show is called Ungoverned. And so I say we should be the ungovernables, and I think that's a cool one, because if we're all the ungovernables, uh, we can't be governed, like the people in Brazil. And the people in Brazil right now are, uh, did you hear what they did? The people in Brazil, Brennan, they, they invaded, they like did a January 6th thing, or as Biden calls it, July 6th. He did that. Uh, so they they... they stormed their presidential residence and where Congress does things over there. So Brazil is doing uh, doing big things. A heck of a lot tougher than apparently uh, heck of a lot tougher than apparently we are. Um, but they they went out and did there did that in Brazil. So we will be the ungovernables and we're going to get right into Kevin McCarthy and the McCarthy saga first. I'm going to ask that you kindly hit the rumble button as 195 of you have at this point, which is just a beautiful thing. Beautiful, fantastic. Um, if you enjoy everything that you hear today and you enjoy specifically the Trump, I never want to say the Trump impersonation. It's a great thing. I love it. I have, I have a great time doing that. Uh, I do some of that stuff on demand on uh, CaptainDeplorable45.com. You'll see it going by on the ticker. So now we have... Kevin McCarthy, the new Speaker of the House, 
and what is going on. So Byron Donalds is going to be uh, appointed to the steering committee. He's made uh, McCarthy had made a, a bunch of concessions. So Byron Donalds has got some some good stuff. Jim Jordan is going to be the chair of the Select Committee on the Weaponization of Government. I will say this. Republicans need to come up with somebody who comes up with better names. Here's this guy. Uh, his name's Donald Trump. He happens to be very clever and creative. Maybe we go to him for the uh You know, they have the January 6th Select Committee, as Joe Biden called it, the July 6th. I have that for you. Don't worry. We're going to go through all the Biden gaffes that we've had from day one to now, towards the end of the show. We'll lead off with Eli's favorite. I no more think of myself as being as old as I am than fly. Remember when I had to play that once every show back in like August. But Jim Jordan is now going to chair the Weaponization of Government Select Committee. Weaponization of Government. But this is good. This is going to uncover the emails and correspondence between the Biden administration, the regime, and big tech companies. So not just Twitter. That's the cool part. We know it goes, we know this goes far beyond Twitter. And this is going to be something that happens. It's not just Twitter, folks. Facebook, or they call it Meta. Remember when they go, oh, the new name is Meta. I said, yes, I love that name. Why? It's a stupid name. I said, no, it's a great name. Make M everything E, Trump T. Again, hey, Meta, make everything Trump again. That's what it stands for. Now they start calling themselves Facebook again. You know, listen, again, being clever. That's a Jason Mraz, one of my favorite uh, musicians. Mr. A to Z, they say it's all about the wordplay. Mr. A to Z, M-R-A-Z, it's his last name. It's fantastic. By the way, Sauce or Gravy Norton plays the saxophone. I saw him in a picture with an alto sax. That's pretty cool. I played that too. Gravy, so that's pretty awesome. Uh, so we have Jim Jordan chairing up the select committee. Someone says, Arlene Dunn says, my favorite sound is Sean whistling. Thanks, Abrams. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad you enjoy that too. The be- I call her the beast of the southeast. That's what she is. She's the beast of the southeast. Everyone here likes the captain's crew. Listen, I could I can get behind that too. I can get behind captain's crew as well. That's a pretty good one. I happen to like. Does that mean we're on the black pearl, the pearl of color? All right, the pearl of color because we can't be. We can't be racist. All right, we have that. We have a, a New Jersey Phil Murphy, this disgraced governor, shouldn't have won last year. Questions about him winning, I don't know. New Jersey is now going to be teaching children in public schools how to avoid disinformation. What could possibly go wrong? Uh, New Jersey to uh, teach children how to avoid disinformation. They're going to be teaching that in public schools. Uh, we have that story out of Brazil if we get to it. And Donald Trump... Not happy with Ashley Babbitt's mother. Did you hear about this one? Ashley Babbitt's mother arrested on the anniversary of January 6th. This is not out of the Babylon Bee. This is not out of the Onion. This is not uh, anywhere other than on the post-millennial, which is where a lot of our stories are going to come from today because they are doing an epic job over there, getting us the best news and the culture war, et cetera, et cetera, as now the sun is going to begin to come out outside. So the whole lighting situation is going to change here, but that's okay. It's all good. We're going to be okay. Captain's, captain's crew. Captain says, crew, hold on to your butts because we're going to hit some, I don't know, some troubled waters. <laughs> oh, so uh, Ashley Babbitt was arrested for jaywalking. It's not a joke. 
You know, I, we always make the joke, well, what's going to happen next? What, are they going to start arresting conservatives for jaywalking? The answer is yes, because that's what's going on. Uh, so Ashley, Babbitt, uh, Ashley Babbitt's mother on the anniversary of January 6th. You hear that, Joe? January 6th. January 6th. Not July 6th. I know, I always get the winter and the summer confused all the time. It's just it's very easy to confuse it, you know, January 6th, July 6th. Yeah. Oh, the anniversary of July 6th. Impacts are nearly forgotten. You just forgot what day it happened. Anyway, let's get to Jim Jordan first. We'll get to Byron Donalds after that, and we'll move along. Jim Jordan to chair the Weaponization of Government Select Committee. Weaponization of Government. Not a, bless you, not a great name. It's not a name that kind of captivates Americans or gets them to sit on the edge of their seats. The weapon is about, listen, it's not about the name. It's not about, you know, they say, I'm all about that base. No trouble. (laughs) So it's not about that name. It's about what we find. The weaponization of government, the WOG Select Committee, W-O-G. This investigative panel will demand emails and correspondence between the regime and big tech. The 118th House of Representatives, now that we finally have a speaker, not the speaker that I wanted, uh, but he did make several uh, several concessions, right, to the Freedom Caucus, to folks like Matt Gates. I know there were a lot of people who were upset with, just vote for McCarthy already. Those people who were saying that, with maybe the exception of Trump and a few others who really, for whatever reason, just have really blind faith in Kevin McCarthy, um, there are people that will be, well, you know, Kevin McCarthy, uh, uh, Matt Gates is a is a holdout, and he's, he's acting like a child. Matt Gates was probably the only one that night with courage, doing what he promised to do, putting Americans before the establishment. So kudos to Matt Gates. You did nothing wrong. Don't listen to those haters, and you know he's not going to. He's the firebrand. Uh, but we get into the 118th Congress now. We have a Speaker of the House. It's not Nancy Pelosi. It's not Hakeem Jeffries, who made a fool of himself doing the alphabet on the House floor, which was ridiculous. It is Kevin McCarthy. And now the 118th House of Representatives will see the formation of a new select committee headed by Jim Jordan to dig into the abuse of power and the weaponization of government. That's good. This is a good thing. Now, I hope... And this is really because Jim Jordan goes on Hannity a lot and he talks a big game and we haven't really seen anything happen, but he hasn't been in a position to do anything yet because we've been in the minority in the House Representatives for the last four years. I understand all that. But I really, really hope, and I, I, I my fingers are crossed because I actually have faith in Jim Jordan. I think he's about the right thing. But do you see these crossed fingers right here? I really hope. Jim... If you're listening out there, anybody in Ohio who can get this to Jim Jordan, please do it. Jim, please don't be Trey Gowdy 2.0. Please don't be Trey Gowdy 2.0. Don't talk a big game. Don't yell at people in Congress only to do nothing. Please don't be Trey Gowdy 2.0. All right? There's a heck of a lot better things you can do for your country than get a, a badly rated show on Fox News. Please don't pull a Trey. Do something. I think he will. He's tough. He's tough. This investigative panel will demand emails and correspondence between the regime and big tech companies and follows the massive revelations that came to light through the release of the Twitter files. 
I happen to be very dialed into the Twitter files, and there's still a heck of a lot that needs to be done. I think uh, Cat Turd's tweets are being hidden again. Posobiec's tweets are being hidden again. So, and Elon says he's going to look into it. But congratulations to LFA's own Isabella Moody for being brought back to Twitter. She's back on Twitter, and I think she was banned. You ready for this tweet? She's a savage, and she's going to be on today. She is a savage, and she, I think what got her suspended was she wrote, I miss George Floyd. <laughs> Me too. I miss George Floyd too. Now that I can't get suspended from saying that, I have smaller balls than Isabella Moody, but that's okay. Uh, but so she's back. And they're, they're slowly giving everybody amnesty, I guess, on Twitter. Carpe Donctum is back. Paul Sperry is. She got put back on Twitter after Paul Sperry. So, Paul Sperry questioned Dr. Fauci. Isabella misses George Floyd. Isabella starts on LFA TV today, by the way. Uh, but Jim Jordan, one of the 15 members of Congress who nominated McCarthy for, speakers, uh, for speaker last week, just as many in his party nominated and voted for him. The probe into communications between tech giants and President Joe Biden's aides will look, speaking of aides, let's, uh, let's, play, this, let's play this clip from, uh, from Joe Biden. <laughs> By the way, it's all his fault that we're spending $6 billion in taxpayer money this month to help AIDS fight HIV AIDS. Yeah. Anyway, that's not the type of AIDS that the article was talking about, but I digress. <laughs> the probe of communication between tech giants and President Biden's AIDS will look for government pressure that could have resulted in censorship or harassment of conservatives or squelching of debate on polarizing policies, including the CDC on COVID, Axios reports. If the government personnel and agencies do not comply, one of my favorite sayings, subpoenas are likely to be issued per a GOP source. The GOP is committed to digging it. Now, if subpoenas are issued and they do not comply with the subpoenas, go as far as the Democrats went on Steve Bannon. In other words, jail time. Yes, this is what we have to do. Now, we're going to get squishy people. Oh, we don't want government to turn into this. Folks, it has already turned into this. This is already something that has happened. We will not be going down an uncharted or, or, or a road that has never been traveled. The Democrats have already gone down this road. Make them rue the day, I think, to quote Mitch McConnell, unfortunately, over what Harry Reid did with the Supreme Court and judges' confirmation, he no longer needed a large threshold, 51 votes, or 50 in a tiebreaker, right? Make them rue the day they tried to sentence Steve Bannon to jail time, holding him in contempt of Congress because of subpoenas, right? Make them rue the day. I'm all about this. You have to fight fire with fire. And when the Democrats decide, no, we've had enough of this. Let's go back to the old rules. I'm all for it. We'll go back to those old rules all day long. But until, as Dan Bongino says, we're back on the old rules, where government leaves us the hell alone, where we don't politicize things, it's time to play by the new rules. And what are Dan Bongino's new rules? We win, you lose. That's it. Oh, you don't want us to use House subpoena power to hold you in contempt of Congress? You don't want us to threaten you with jail time? Comply. 
You did it to us. What's the matter? You don't like it? Ain't no fun, right? That's what they say. It ain't no fun when the rabbit's got the gun, right? Ain't no fun when the rabbit's got the gun. Well, guess what? The rabbit's got the gun now. The rabbit's got the gun now. So if these people don't comply with the subpoenas, do exactly what the Democrats did to Steve Bannon and threaten him with jail time. Hold him in contempt of Congress. Do it. If the DOJ fails to hold an equal standard, good, you'll expose them too at the same time. Everybody's got to see what this regime is all about. The fact that Ashley, Ashley Babbitt's mother got arrested for jaywalking on the anniversary of January 6th in D.C. is telling. This is something that happens in Russia. Russia. You know about it. Russia. Putin. Tootin' with Putin. That's what we're going to do. I had a lot of onions yesterday. Now I'm tootin' with Putin. <laughs> and Burger King, too. Let me just tell you, chicken fries, they're incredible. And now I'm tootin' with Putin. This is what happens in Russia. Are you jaywalking? You one of Putin's dissidents? You one of his dissenters? Ah, we're going to arrest you. We're going to throw you in jail for jaywalking. This is, this is seriously this is what goes on in, in like... Ridiculous countries that the Democrats want to tell you are bad. Russia, Russia, Russia. Oh, I still have this. Russia, Russia, Russia. You think about it. Look at what's happening. It's a horrible thing what's going on in our country. We have to use the same mechanisms that they use to make our lives a living hell, to make their lives a living hell. It's called karma. It's called it goes around, comes around. It's called, oh, you don't like it? Then you stop. You want to go back to the old rules? Let's go back to the old rules. Until then, you're no longer in power in the House of Representatives, and we're going to do to you what you did to us. Well, two wrongs don't make a right. Well, guess what? I say, don't get mad, get even. It's time to get even. And although I'm moving to Tennessee, that's never going away. The use of Biden's Department of Justice to go after parents who spoke out angrily at school board meetings will be investigated as well. Very nice. Ohio's Jordan was instrumental in that discovery that the letter requesting a DOJ investigation. Remember, there was a threat tag that they used. The tag was EDU officials. If you were a parent and you spoke out, you had the nerve to speak out at a school board meeting and say, I don't want my child learning CRT. I don't want my child to be forced into a mask. I don't want my, my child to be forced to learn sex, sexual education at a young age. I don't want my child to be taught that white people are bad and black people are oppressed and all of these things. I don't want my child to have a vaccine mandated upon them, thrust upon them, forced to take them. We're going to talk about potentially at the end of the show an 18-year-old who just lost her life, an MMA fighter. Why? I don't know, but we'll find out. Oh, by the way, it looks like Camosio Cordis. Remember that the, the, the condition that everybody thought they knew everything about the day after DeMar? It looks like that's been ruled out, by the way. Because as we said here on LFA TV on Tuesday morning, it's caused by a projectile. It's not common in the NFL, and that's not what caused that. We know what we think caused that. Dr. Peter McCullough also weighed in on what he believes caused what happened to DeMar Hamlin, who is, by the way, awake, speaking, FaceTiming, and recovering. And that is due in large part to the power of prayer. It's exactly, the whole world prayed for him. It was, it was unbelievable. Where was I? 
Parents of school board meetings. I went from that to DeMar Hamlin. I don't know how we got there. They were listed as domestic terrorists. And I remember dealing with a local paper here. They called them. What do you think about your group being listed as the domestic terrorist school board meetings? Yeah, blah, 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 blah. And I said, you know, I find that crazy. Now when a new group emerges here on Long Island, they go to school board meetings, bringing out a district residence. Newsday called. Remember when Newsday called live on LFA TV? You guys were watching. Y'all were watching. The captain's crew was online. We were all watching the ungovernables and Newsday. Well, I would like to get your comment. And I said, until you write about them the way you wrote about us, I have no comment. Then they said, I've, I declined to comment. Well, I commented. You just didn't want to add what I said because I called you out. So domestic terrorists, parents were domestic terrorists at school board meetings. What happened? Oh, parent. Hey, look at that. Check it out. We're loving it. Hey, by the way. I would love to. I would like to welcome everybody to Ungoverned today, as uh, a lot of people are watching. And uh, if you can, please do me two favors. Number one, uh, subscribe to our channel, Rumble.com/LFATV. Rumble got a beautiful facelift, and I can't find the subscribe button now. But find a way to do it. Where is the subscribe button? Oh, it says right there. It's right under the video, bottom right. If you're watching on the browser, uh, please. Hit the subscribe or the follow button here on Rumble. Also, the Rumble button would be fantastic. We were at 380 Rumbles at this point in time at 1024. Having an epic morning. Really appreciate it. And welcome to all the new people. You're beautiful. I know it. I can't see you, but you're beautiful people. And I think you are all incredible and wonderful patriots. Believe me. Okay. So Jim Jordan says he's going to be looking into the NSBA National uh, uh, Association of School Board. What was it? National School Board Association. Uh, the request to the FBI to list these unruly parents as terrorists. That's going to be a part of this select committee on the weaponization of government. Biden's COVID czar, Dr. Anthony Fauci, will also be a focus of the new GOP investigation. Good. Bring him before Congress, bring him before me so he can say, I can't recall, Senator Paul, what you wrote on the wall. <laughs> Dr. Seuss comes out. The Twitter files reveal that social media companies were pressured to tow the Democratic Party line on COVID and COVID treatments. Paul Sperry, March 9th, we put it up a couple days ago on the show. Paul Sperry, March 9th, talking about hydroxychloroquine, talking about chloroquine phosphate. Talking about how Anthony Fauci's own website said that it could be used for COVID-19. Talking about, right, uh, how Fauci was mistaken. That clinical trials were proving that hydroxychloroquine was effective. March 9th, March 11th, March 20th, March 21st, Paul Sperry suspended from Twitter in November of 2020. The concerns over parents speaking out began when a man attended a school board meeting in Loudoun County, Virginia, to speak against the school board and school administrators that covered up the rape of his daughter by another student. We heard about that. A terrible story. The Twitter file showed unequivocally that the Biden regime, as well as those within the campaign leading up to the 2020 election, rigged, and pro-Biden personnel and federal government worked to suppress information that would have been detrimental to Biden. You know, the laptop. I call it the laptop from hell. And as Dan Bongino calls 60 Minutes, the Sir Network. Sir, it's not verified. Sir, remember Leslie Stahl? Sir, it isn't verified. Excuse me. What do you mean it's not verified? What are you talking about? It's not verified. We have the receipts. Hunter Biden did horrible things. 
It is verified. It was verified. We know that Hunter Biden dropped the laptop off, never came back to pick it up. Why? I don't know. Here's a note to self and to everybody in the captain's crew, the ungovernables, whatever you want to call it. If you drop off a laptop at a computer repair store, don't forget to pick it up. God knows what's on Sauce Norton's laptop. <laughs> Gravy Norton. Probably a lot of music, right? I love him. How to make a cheesesteak. Sauce Norton lives in Philly. And in his search history, if he, if he drops how to make a cheesesteak. You live in Philly. Well, actually, I think he lives outside of Philly. We love him. Gravy Norton, great guy. By the way, congratulations to the Eagles, who are so much better than the Eagles. Uh, they won the NFC East yesterday. And the number one seed, so they're off this weekend. And now the Cowboys have the unlucky assignment to play Tom Brady in the playoffs. Buccaneers haven't been very impressive this year. But it's Brady in the playoffs, so who knows what's going to happen. Tech companies believe the federal employees in the FBI and law enforcement uh, when the New York Post reported on allegations of influence peddling on the Biden name and shady business dealings benefiting the Biden family, Twitter censored it outright, as did Facebook. Remember, it was a hack and leak, hack and dump. How could both be the same thing? First of all, we know leaks and dumps are two different things, all right? Very, very different. There's a number one, there's a number two. We don't want to get to number three and number four because those are gross. Leak, dump. I'm just kidding. But they called it a hack and leak operation. Hack and leak, hack and leak, hack and leak. To me, that sounds like you're throwing up and peeing, but I don't know. Hack and leak. It's a terrible situation. Something that probably happens to Biden when he walks into the Vatican. Although, I'm sorry, that's a hack and a dump. We've seen that before. That's why Pope Benedict didn't allow him to come to his funeral because he was afraid of a hack and dump operation. Get it? A hack. (laughs) I seem to have made a problem, right? Okay. They all believed it. The FBI was Jim Baker priming Yoel Roth, getting them ready. This is what it will look like. This is what it will look like because the FBI already had the laptop. They knew. This is what it's going to look like. This is the hack and leak. This is APT28. Remember that? APT28. Oh, that's that Russian hacking group. Even Twitter at some point was like, look, there's really not much going on with Russia. The FBI was like, no, look again. There is. Censored the laptop, interfered in the 2020 election. It was at 15%, 16%, like that. Said that if they knew about the Hunter Biden laptop, they wouldn't have voted for Joe Biden. That's a lot, right? You had that in the 2020 election. You had them continuing to deny what happened with the Hunter Biden laptop up until the 2022 election. Well, how does that matter? Well, you know, Joe Biden right now is occupying the office of the president of the United States. So it would would kind of be a big deal if we found out that when he was the vice president, he sold influence and his son sold influence to the office of the VP, to the office of the president. Would kind of be a little, just a kind of a big deal, right? Maybe it would turn some voters away from maybe voting Democrat. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. While the GOP controls the House, but not the Senate or the White House, they will be able to launch investigations to get to the bottom of just how much the Biden administration manipulated and lied to the American public, but will be unlikely to be able to make or pass laws since they will not have the votes in the Senate. That's a shame, but it is okay. I want investigations for the next two years. I want to do to Joe Biden. What the Democrats did to Donald Trump for the final two years of his presidency, minus the pandemic, because I don't really want to deal with lockdowns. I want to do to Joe Biden what the Democrats did to Donald Trump for the final two years of his presidency. 
If that means impeachment, then it means impeachment. Again, we're going to get the squishies. We don't want impeachment to lose its meaning. It's already lost its meaning. They impeached a lame duck president after July 6th, January 6th, Trump. They impeached Donald Trump over a perfect phone call, perfect phone call, perfect taxes, perfect president. True. Impeachment has already lost its meaning. Impeachment has already lost what, how we held it in the home. Oh my goodness, impeachment. These must be high crimes, misdemeanors. They impeached Donald Trump because they didn't like him. That's the new standard for impeachment. Well, guess what? I don't like Joe Biden. Let's impeach him. You know what? You don't want to play if you don't want to play by these rules, Democrats. Don't change the rules to be what they currently are. Because if you think this is going to be a one-way street, now look, here's the problem. We need all the Republicans, and we have a slim majority, to get through in the House and vote to impeach. We need that. We're probably not going to get that. McCarthy has been very lukewarm on it. There's a bunch of rhinos in there. Well, is this really the road we want to go down? Yes. This is the road we want to go down. This is certainly the road I want to go down. I like revenge. I like don't get mad, get even. I like hitting back. You don't want me to to hit back? Don't hit me. It's very serious. I won't throw the first punch, but I will throw the last one. Yes, this is the... Is this really where we want to take the House of Representatives? Yes. Yes. This is where we want to take the House of Representatives. This is where I want to take it. I'm sure a lot of people want to take it that way. You can talk about rigged elections all you want. You can talk, We can impeach Joe Biden over... You want to talk about high crimes and misdemeanors? Think about just what he did with the Saudis. Asking them to lower the, or increase production up until the midterms. Quid pro quo. Coming up with these deals. Quid pro quo. The prosecutor back in the vice presidential time. We can't impeach him over that now, I don't think. That was a quid pro quo. The border. I think that's a high crime. Letting people come into the country. At the very least, it's a misdemeanor. I mean, we could could really... We could do a number of things to this guy. Because the Democrats lowered the standard for impeachment. So let's just impeach Joe Biden because we don't like him. You know what? I declare, why don't we have these conversations, the 25th Amendment? Why don't we have conversations about impeachment? Why don't we have conversations about uh, old white man bad, which probably the debt, the, the Democrats will get behind because they hate white people, unless it's, of course, white people they elect. I find it funny. The party of race, love, tolerance, diversity, BIPOC, black, indigenous, people of color, that party, right? Put an old white man above a woman of color. What is wrong with these people? It's because nobody likes Kamala Harris, except Montel Williams and Willie Brown. And they don't like her anymore, probably because she got old. So the Republican House won't be able to pass laws, but they can investigate. And I would like to see Jim Jordan get to the bottom. And when he gets to the bottom of these things, because we know what lies at this at the bottom of this pit. We still don't know what's at the bottom of Oak Island, but we know it's we know what lies at the bottom of this. Government in bed with big tech. We know it. We, we this is the Twitter file showed you. And if and if all they did was they took what they did with Twitter and they replicated it with Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and Google and all those other things. 
Spotify, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We know that. TikTok, which is probably getting banned soon, which good thing I did what I did when I did because, <laughs> because I'm not going to be allowed on that app anymore, which is fine. Get her visions all day long. But we look at the way government was in bed with big tech. When Jim Jordan gets to the bottom, when he issues the subpoenas, when they decide they're not going to come in, it is time to hold them accountable the way they held Steve Bannon accountable. We don't let anybody off the hook. We don't let anybody let anybody off easy. Get these investigations done quickly. This way they can't just string it out until Congress, if it changes hands again, hopefully it doesn't. Let's make this happen. Okay? Now... Another concession that happened was Byron Donalds apparently is being placed on the steering committee. Byron Donalds, one of the congressmen who was being nominated in opposition to Kevin McCarthy, is being placed on the steering committee. I never heard of the steering committee. I didn't know the House had a steering wheel. No idea. I'm just kidding. I know what it is. By the way, how about this mug? It's a Darth Vader mug. Thing's awesome. The Force. Byron Donalds, representative from Florida. To become the House Speaker, McCarthy had to make concessions to a group of hardliners who refused to support him until he yielded to their, to their demands. This is how a functioning democracy works. This is how a representative republic works. Sean Hannity throwing a hissy fit. Just fell from McCarthy. What he did to Lauren Boebert. I was that final night, I think it was. What he did to Lauren Boebert. Well, you only have 20 votes. So you don't have the votes either. She's like, well, we have enough votes to get what we want. Sean Hannity, he's dead to me now. I mean, not, not actually dead, but like, you know, I, I'm not going to pay attention to a word he says. I'm not going to listen to his radio show no more. I'm not going to watch his Fox News show. I didn't watch it that much anyway. Tucker's the only one on Fox News that's worth watching at all. Maybe Laura Ingram a little bit. Gut felled because it's funny. I listen to the Dan Bongino show. Andrew Wilkow on Sirius XM Patriot. A little David Webb. A little Alex Marlowe in the morning. And I got my news. I don't need Fox News anymore. Thank you very much. Even though this article that I'm reading from is on foxnews.com. A little different. Representative Byron Donalds revealed on Sunday that he is being placed on the House Republican Steering Committee in exchange for supporting Kevin McCarthy for House Speaker. Donalds revealed the new appointment during a Sunday appearance on Sunday Morning Futures with Maria Bartiromo. That's also a pretty good show on Fox. His appearance followed an epic 15-ballot election for McCarthy to become House Speaker to become Speaker. McCarthy had to make concessions to a small group of hardliners who refused to support him until he yielded to their demands. Frankly, frankly, excuse me, I'm the only person who could use that word. I'm frankly just happy that it's all over with, that we got something transformational and sound for the American people, Donald said. The committee's purpose is to align fellow Republicans to other House committees. Donalds noted that his appointment to the steering committee was an important step to having, quote, more Republican voices on more committees. Donalds was among a group of 20 hardline Republicans who refused to vote for McCarthy after he initially voted in his favor and then switched his, uh, his support to Representative Jim Jordan from Ohio before his fellow Republicans nominated him for the role. Quote, early on, I gave Kevin the benefit of the doubt, but it came pretty quickly uh, clear to me that we were getting nowhere. And so at that point I was saying, okay, how long is this going to go? What is this going to play out? And so it was really about trying to make sure that we can get the people to the table in order to construct a framework that everybody in our conference can get behind. This week, McCarthy will face his next big test in governing a fractitious, a fractious, sorry, slim majority 
passing a rules package to govern the House. The drafting and approval of a set of rules is normally a fairly routine legislative affair, but in these times, it's next to it's the next showdown for Kevin McCarthy. To become Speaker and win over skeptics, McCarthy had to make concessions to a small group of hardliners who refused to support him for Speaker. Now, those promises, or at least some of them, are being put into writing to be voted on when lawmakers return this week for their first votes as the majority party. Things like the motion to vacate being brought on by only one member. Uh, so we're going to see. It's not going to be easy for Kevin McCarthy. And again, I, I hate these this idea that, oh, well, Republicans keep fighting with each other. It's too divided. No. No, the, the fact that the Republican Party is an open marketplace of ideas and the Democrat Party isn't just one gigantic hive mind. Number one, it shows you what we're up against because the Democrats are going to do whatever their top dog says. And as much as that might be easier for them to operate, there's less diversity there, period, end of story. There's no diversity of thought. You come up with a different idea in the Democrat Party, you're ostracized for it, right? So I saw Charlie Kirk saying, look, this is what we know we're up against. They're a... They're in lockstep, they're a machine, they're a mob mentality, they're hive-minded, it's one voice, one mic, let's go. And while that sounds like a strong opponent, it isn't because if they're all, if they're, if they're all one-track mind, if they're all thinking in one way, they're all in unison, that's okay. But when they're confronted with the facts or a different idea, they, 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 they melt down, there's a hysteria, there's emotion, there's how could you believe anything different than we believe? We all believe it. You believing something different is, is, is racist or homophobic or istophobic or transphobic or whatever it's called. In the Republican Party, there's an open marketplace of ideas. It's not division. It's a marketplace of ideas. If you go to a supermarket or you're going somewhere to buy, I don't know, toothpaste, and you see Crest and Colgate and the name brand, that's not division. That's, a, that's an open market and different brands, and you pick which one you want. That's diversity. Those are options. That's having a choice. So when everyone, well, our party is too divided. It's not that it's divided. It's that we're in the process of finding out what direction we want to go. And so, yes, you need different options to weigh them against each other in order to truly make the best educated decision on which direction to go. This isn't division. This isn't chaos. That, that, that whole narrative, like, this is chaotic and childish, you know what? You know what's chaotic and childish? Bitching and moaning and throwing a temper tantrum on, on cable news, on a highly rated program with a congresswoman, Lauren Boebert, who is respected, just barely won her, her re-election, who's a fighter. I mean, the person, when you watch Hannity, the person on the right side of the screen, Lauren Boebert, had bigger balls than the person on the left side of the screen, Sean Hannity, and that's a problem because I believe in biology. This would explain why when Hannity brings on Lindsey Graham, there's two ladies on the screen. I'm just saying. This is... What's childish is throwing a tantrum when you don't get your way like Sean Hannity. That's childish. What's, what's mature, what is, what is healthy, is when a number of people present a number of ideas and it is debated and hashed out and the best idea is picked. And sometimes I believe the best idea is a different idea. And it isn't picked. And we're either right or we're wrong. For instance, the RNC debate. I don't trust Harmeet Dillon. Sorry, I know a lot of people are going to get upset with me for saying that. Well, you want to stick with Ronald McDaniel? No. I wanted Lee Zeldin to be the RNC chair. Lee Zeldin said he looked into it and thought the results were pre-baked for McDaniel. The one question I have with re regarding the RNC stuff, why did Lee Zeldin come to the conclusion that it was pre-baked for McDaniel and Harmeet didn't? 
Why? Is it because Zeldin is close to Trump? Harmeet's close to Trump, isn't she? Isn't that why we were told to do it? Is it because Zeldin wanted to bring in Scott Pressler to do a lot of work for the RNC? Well, Harmeet said she wants to do that too. And by the way, not an original idea. She stole that from him. I don't trust her. Extensive ties to the California GOP. Vice chair of the California GOP. The same California GOP that produced Kevin McCarthy. I hope I'm wrong. I hope she wins because we need change at the head of the RNC. And I hope I'm wrong. And I would be very happy if Mike Lindell won if he wasn't so focused on voting machines. I think that's a big distraction. Okay? I think he's got a pure soul and a great heart and fantastic pillows and incredible slippers and wonderful sheets. And really, he's a good guy. His intentions are pure. His heart, he's got a heart of gold. He's put in more money than anybody could ever dream of to our cause. And he's trying to help our country. I really do. I just think he's distracted. And we can have that debate on another, on another day. I don't trust Army Dillon. And there are people who do trust Army Dillon. Okay? If she wins, I hope I'm wrong. I just feel like not as much is going to change if she wins as we think. The Lee, because if, again, if Lee Zeldin thought the results were pre-baked for McDaniel, why doesn't Harmie Dillon feel the same way? Why, are, why is the swamp and the Republican establishment more open or giving the impression to Harmie that they're more open to her winning this nomination than Lee Zeldin? Anybody who the swamp thinks is okay, anybody who the establishment thinks is okay, to me, that raises a red flag. I hope I'm wrong, but that's the source of my apprehension over Harmie Dillon. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's take a look at the chat here. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Yes, uh, to answer Lulu Red, since we have the majority, does this mean the Dems lose their chair committee positions? The answer is yes. How does everybody love the uh, new Rumble facelift? And I'm happy that I've seen to, we have, we have, uh, Triggered a little new thought process with regards to Harmeet Dillon here. If Zeldin thought it was baked, uh, rigged against him, why doesn't Harmeet think it's rigged against her? That was his his terminology pre-baked. We got 1,400 watching. We have 505 rumbles. Holy cow! You people are amazing. And I don't mean you people in a racist way. I mean in an I love you way. The captain is very proud of his crew. Let me just say. I'm very proud of you. Uh, the ungovernables mashing that run, rumble button. Now, with that being said, 1,400. We got 500 rumbles. I got a third here. Let's make sure that if we're watching right now, we have a Rumble account, number one. Make those accounts. This is the video platform of the future. Look at the facelift. Look at the chat. It's rolling. We love it. Keep those Rumbles coming here. Very first show of Ungoverned. Uh, Ungoverned. My goodness gracious. Don't even know the title of my own show. It's on the lower third. What are you doing? Keep those Rumbles coming. Make sure we take this URL that we see up on the top there, the URL, and post it all over your social media. URL. Link. It's an easier thing to say. Take the link, post it all over your social media, please share it. Make sure you are subscribed to this channel. LFA TV is the most dynamic network of, if you want to call us, podcasters, show hosts, content creators, whatever it is. We are the most dynamic network on Rumble. And Rumble is about to see explosive growth again. Don Jr. signed an exclusive deal to podcast here on Rumble two days a week. Big things are coming. It is the ticker RUM on uh, the NASDAQ if you're interested in investing in Rumble. Um, But please give this channel a follow, a subscription. It's totally free. Please, please, please. Because the best, seriously, the best is yet to come for LFA TV, the most dynamic 
network on Rumble. Nobody's doing what we're doing. Nobody's breaking the ground that we're breaking. Nobody's bringing the news that we're bringing in the way that we're bringing it. Nobody is putting content on consecutive hours on this platform like LFA TV. We are the top of the top. There is nobody better. So make sure that you are subscribed to this channel. Make sure that you're rumbling every show. Too. It helps us dominate the leaderboard that nobody can run away from LFA TV, not that anybody would. But we've got the greatest audience, the LFA family. We've got, when we started on LFA TV, we had, uh, it was like a 30-something thousand, 31,000. We're now at 42,000 subscribers, 42,000 followers. Rumble's got a facelift. It looks incredible. So let's, let's, keep, uh, let's keep on keeping on. All right, let's get to New Jersey quickly, and then we'll get to this unfortunate situation with the 18-year-old MMA fighter. Democratic uh, Governor New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy signed an information literacy law this week that mandates, mandates, this is not guidelines, this is not a suggestion, that schools from K to 12 teach their students how to identify disinformation in the name of protecting democracy. So, once again, I know uh, our favorite thing to say is uh, one of the best things about being a conspiracy theorist is not having myocarditis. One of the best, one even better thing about being a conspiracy theorist is not being brainwashed and spoon-fed and and eating blind. Let me just let me just lap this up. Government narrative. Oh, this is good, good stuff. That's what they're doing in the schools now. This is brainwashing. This is indoctrination. Now, think about the language that he's using here. It's a law that mandates schools teach K-12 students how to identify disinformation in the name of protecting democracy. This is happening in New Jersey. Disinformation. How to, how to detect disinformation in the name of protecting democracy. Now, when did we hear about democracy being at stake? Oh, my goodness. Democracy. Remember this? Where's my picture? Remember this? This is when he said the democracy was at stake. A threat to our democracy right here. When Joe Biden did the all Uncle Adolf. Remember that? Yeah. Democracy is at stake. MAGA Republicans. What do you think they're teaching in New Jersey? And if you think this is just happening in New Jersey, obviously you know this is happening somewhere else as well. The bill signed by Murphy on one, this is signed. It's not just sitting there waiting to be signed. It is signed. Signed by Murphy on Wednesday was sponsored by both Republicans and Democrats in the legislature earlier this year. Quote, our democracy remains under uh, sustained attack through the proliferation of disinformation that is eroding the role of truth in our political and civic discourse, Murphy said in a statement. It is our responsibility. That's it. Government saying it is their responsibility to ensure the nation's future leaders are equipped with the tools necessary to identify fact from fiction. It is the ministry of truth. This is out of George Orwell's 1984. It is not the government's responsibility to, to make sure that the people know what's true or false. Do you hear the words that he's using here? It is our responsibility to ensure our nation's future leaders are equipped with the tools necessary to identify fact from fiction. That is some scary stuff right there, folks. It's the ministry of truth. Never should we ever 
allow government to assume it is their responsibility to discern, to determine what is true and what is false. Moreover, never should we allow the government to assume the responsibility to tell us what is true and what is false and to equip us with the tools necessary to determine what is true and what is false. They've already been trying to do this with their nonsense fact checkers. They've already been trying to do this with the censorship. Now that we're on to their games and social media, now that we all know the fact checkers are a bunch of BS, right? Now that we've caught on there, they're going right where we thought they would go, right into the schools to make sure that the kids are being taught what is true and what is false. Without you, the parents, without you. Once they go inside that school, they're in the four walls of that classroom, you have no control and no idea over what is being taught to them, which is why send your kids to school with a smartphone and a little pocket on their thing because what you can do is you can stick the phone right in the pocket and the camera can point out and there's this really cool outlet called Project Veritas, but I'm not telling you to record your teachers. It's not what I said. You could do that. Okay, now this scares the crap out of me. The bill S588 directs New Jersey's Department of Education to develop standards for school districts to teach information literacy. So we're teaching information literacy before we teach financial literacy. You see this, folks? What's more important, knowing that orange man bad or knowing how to how to handle your car insurance? Right, like, like you know how to refinance a loan. How to prepare for retirement. What's more important? And critical thinking. Oh, critical thinking. You mean like the critical thought that there's a difference between a man and a woman? That's pretty critical that we're going to just wash that truth away. Quote, information literacy is more important now than ever, especially with growing prevalence of social media and online news, said Acting Commissioner of Education, Dr. Angelica Allen McMillan. I am very interested to get Michael Crispy's take on this as a New Jersey guy, ran for Congress there. Maybe we'll talk later today. Very, very scary stuff. And finally, a rising MMA star is on OutKick. Victoria Lee has died at 18 years old. Uh, This is a tragedy. Right now, they're not telling us what caused her death. Um, But this continues a growing trend of young athletes who are dying. And I don't know why. I think I know why. We all think we do. Um, I don't want to rush to judgment while somebody has lost their life. But I believe as American citizens, some of you folks in the chat, the captain's crew, the ungovernables, some of you folks know what I'm talking about. Um, Some of you folks are parents. As Americans, we, and, and, and even if you're not a parent and you're somebody who maybe as Dan Bongino did, under the advisement of medical professionals, took the vaccine. Uh, We deserve to know whether or not this thing is dangerous. A lot of us already know it's dangerous or potentially dangerous. I have every, every passing day, I become more thankful that I've never been vaccinated against uh, COVID-19. 
every passing day. And that's not to say anybody who got it should be afraid or should go around life worrying. Um, and specifically the mRNA shots are the real bad ones. But every passing day I become more thankful that I am unvaccinated, as they call it, pure-blooded. Um, because this growing trend of young athletes who are dying, and whether or not Victoria Lee passed away because of the vaccine, we don't know. Why is one of the leading causes of death among children sudden cardiac arrest? And it has been for a while, but with regards to DeMar Hamlin and Peter McCullough saying that adrenaline hit the heart in a football game, as it always does, so that's not the problem. But if it hits a swollen heart, you know, a heart with myocarditis, it could cause an issue. Well, what would have caused myocarditis in DeMar Hamlin? We don't know. But we do know that the mRNA shots, a side effect of them, which you're now calling a rare occurrence, is myocarditis. Folks, I just want everyone to be cautious of what's going on. They talk about looking for disinformation. It's out there. It's all over the place. All right. Uh, They talk about identifying fact from fiction. We can do that ourselves. But it is time now to dig your heels in and never let them encroach on the ground that you stand on now. Give no ground. Period. Full stop. And if worst comes to worst, we just become ungovernable. And on that note, folks, we're going to end for the day. Thank you for joining Thank you for joining me on our first episode of Ungoverned Together. The captain's crew, the ungovernables, y'all are, are fantastic. Please hit the rumble button on the way out. I think we got, what, nine days left in New York. Uh, and then we'll, we will be moving to Tennessee. Brennan and I will still be bringing you shows every day. But uh, I will be known as the mouth of the South in Tennessee, as Gina likes to say. Shout out to uh, Gravy Norton, whose Eagles are the one seed because they're so much better than the Eagles. And here's Joe Biden getting January 6th confused with July. I told you I'd play it. Here you go. It happened on July the 6th had international repercussions beyond what I think any of you can fully understand. This guy's an idiot. Joe Biden is a moron. And on that note, we'll be back tomorrow. Same time, same place. Rumble.com slash LFA TV. Jeremy Harrell coming up at 11. Mike Crispy coming up at 12. Uh, Kevin on the loud majority, the loud crowd at 1 p.m. I believe there's a break. And then Isabella Moody. What time is she on? I think she's on between uh, between 4 and 5. Because you have Anna Perez from 3 to 4. Isabella from 4 to 5, I believe. And then Jeremy Harrell from 5 to 6. The only break that we have is from 2 to 3. On LFA TV, that's how serious we are about being a 24-7 or a constant source of the latest news, the latest updates from the the front lines of the culture war, uh, and the latest content here on Rumble and on LFA TV. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you for listening. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the Rumble button. Visit CaptainDeplorable45.com if you want any uh, personalized voice messages. I have a blast doing them. And we will see you tomorrow, same time, same place, 10 a.m. Eastern, right here on LFA TV. Until then, folks, until then, uh, I, have to, I have to come up with a new sign-off. I know, I was just thinking about that. When, when push comes to shove, <laughs> we could always become ungovernable. Thank you, folks, for listening, and we'll catch you tomorrow.